T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign and Brett Burkhart are off today. Anti-Semitism is on the rise in the United States, a disturbing trend fueled by hate crimes against Jewish people and high-profile figures spouting anti-Semitic tropes. But here in the Bay Area, an organization that teams up with elected officials is fighting this wave of anti-Semitism by conducting a recent fact-finding mission in Israel. It's called the Bay Area Network of Jewish Elected Officials, or Banjo for short. But what the group didn't realize is they would wind up in the middle of massive protests against Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who's been trying to seize control of the country's Justice Department. For more, we are joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Kevin Wilk. He's a city council member for the city of Walnut Creek, who just returned from that fact-finding mission. Thanks so much for talking to us this afternoon. Great. Thanks, Patty. Glad to be here. Before we get to the historic protests, let's begin with a fact-finding mission. Tell us, where did you go and what did you learn? Sure. Well, so this is organized by the Jewish Community Relations Council, which actually works with governmental organizations and typically brings people that aren't Jewish that are elected officials from throughout California and, and really through the country to Israel to understand the complexities. What's great about this organization is that we really get a chance to see both sides of everything. It's not just pro-Israel. It's not just pro-Palestinian. It's, it's seeing the lens of both. And so we went to Jerusalem, both West Jerusalem, where most people do travel, as well as East Jerusalem behind the security wall. West Bank, uh, we went to a settlement, an Israeli settlement in the West Bank, a refugee village, uh, a Gaza border kibbutz, which certainly is seeing a lot of activity just in the last couple of days that we've seen on the news. We went through downtown Ramallah, went to a Bedouin village, uh, as well as Bethlehem in the West Bank, and really saw how all of this was operating from the Israeli side within Israel proper, as well as within the West Bank. So how are you going to use the information that you gathered there to combat anti-Semitism here in the Bay Area? We wanted to really understand what are the fundamentals of where does this uh, anti-Zionism take hold from? Because what ends up happening is there ends up being some kind of a conflict which quickly turns into anti-Zionism, which quickly then turns into anti-Semitism. And that's then transported over into the U.S. through a variety of different ways. And so we wanted to understand where that originates from so we can really speak to it better from people on both sides of the topic when we come here. For example, uh, BDS is something that we've heard a lot of, which is boycott, divest, and sanction. And it's really uh, an anti-Zionist measure for groups to be able to try to protest against Israel. What we found out from Arabs themselves is that when people start to boycott uh, anything that's a product from Israel, it actually hurts the Arabs because the Arabs are the ones that work in Israel. They work for many times the amount of money they could make 
as, as opposed to working within the West Bank, for example. So some of these things that people think they understand more of actually do more harm to the Palestinian cause than they would think that would. The timing of your trip is remarkable. Tell us about how the Bay Area delegations stumbled upon these historic protests and, and what you experienced. Sure. Well, as soon as we got there, certainly we were familiar with the protests that were already starting to occur. And this started happening because Netanyahu and the coalition government wants to marginalize the Supreme Court and not have it so that there's a checks and balance and essentially the entire parliament or Knesset could be able to pass what they wanted to pass without interference from the Supreme Court. And this really stands to the heart of democracy. We can imagine what would happen in the United States if we tried to uh, separate the Supreme Court from being able to be involved in the checks and balances scenario of democracy. So we knew this was going on. And it's uh, and finding ourselves in the hearts of the protests, the protests were everywhere. We found out very quickly is that most cities, in Tel Aviv certainly most prominently, you had to really make arrangements of where you needed to be at what certain times because protests were shutting down freeways, they were shutting down malls, they were in the middle of the major streets and intersections. One of the protests that we were involved in was in Tel Aviv about a week and a half ago, 220,000 people were protesting in Tel Aviv, which is about 20% of Tel Aviv proper. And that was just one of 150 protests in all of, all of Israel that night. And so it's the entire country that's protesting. Do you see any similarities with what is happening in Israel and what's happening here in the U.S. with politicians attacking our own Justice Department? Well, there is a similarity. I think that what's happening in the U.S. is that you've got individual politicians that are attacking either certain people in the judiciary, whether it's the DOJ or obviously we're seeing the DA or certain judges as well. And it's really more of a one-off, although there are these discussions about uh, defunding the DOJ or the FBI, but those really aren't taken seriously. In Israel, it's an endemic within the entire Knesset that under the coalition government, they're talking as a whole of marginalizing the Supreme Court and the justice system. So I think it's a much larger scenario than individuals that are targeting certain judges or the judicial system here. I would be remiss if I did not ask you your opinion of what has been going on in Israel and the West Bank over the last couple of days. There's just been this spasm of violence that erupted after Israeli police raided the Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem. Are you afraid that the violence is going to intensify? Well, this is really a, a problem. In fact, when we were in the old city and we were able to see where the Al-Aqsa Mosque is, uh, we were told by our guide and, and many others that live in Israel and experts that are there, a lot of the violence that begins to originate within Israel starts from something at the Al-Aqsa Mosque. And that was very evident. In fact, in, recently, it's been so that only Muslims are allowed to actually visit the Al-Aqsa Mosque. And so when there was a confrontation among people, uh, people typically, I think they were teenagers that I heard about, that then barricaded themselves in the Al-Aqsa Mosque, and then the Israeli Defense Force uh, went in there to be able to bring them out and extricate them, and I, there was ev evidently a protracted process in bringing them out. That started the agitation going in the conflict. And sure enough, just like we were told a couple of weeks ago, that then escalated into rockets from southern Lebanon, which, of course, is Hezbollah, going into northern Israel. It's Then Gaza started sending rockets into southern Israel. 
and then there are conflicts in the West Bank. So that seems to be a real flashpoint every time, and that's what started the Second Intifada in 1994, and that's how things explode, and sure enough, it did again. So I am concerned because these kind of things can escalate so quickly, and then they're transported over to the U.S. in terms of anti-Semitism or a variety of different hate acts. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Our guest is Kevin Welk, city council member in Walnut Creek, who recently returned from an anti-Semitism fact-finding mission in Israel. You can hear the State of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It is also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.